Hey everybody, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to the Grow From Your Heart podcast, hosted by my buddy, Rasta Jeff. Rasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. All right, here we go. Welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host, Rasta Jeff. This is episode 818 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I've got a fun show lined up for us. In this episode, I'm going to give away free seeds. That's right, hang out. We'll talk more about the free seeds later in the show. I also want to remind you that iRedirect.com is back online. That's right, iRedirect.com is back. Make sure you check out iRedirect for fresh restocks. I will be putting up new stuff regularly. Also, I do have a Black Friday sale planned for you. If you want to know more about the Black Friday sale, make sure you join the newsletter. How do you join that newsletter? It's real easy. Go to my website, iRegenetics.com. On the bottom of the page, there is a tab that says stay up to date. Type in your email address, hit enter. That will add you to my mailing list. When I announce the Black Friday sale, you will be on the mailing list. You will know when the sale starts, what the prices will be, and what packs are on sale. So make sure you join that mailing list at iRegenetics.com find out when the Black Friday sale is happening. Also, don't forget that Patreon supporters do receive free seeds. That's right. If you support the show on Patreon at $25 a month or higher, you will receive one free pack of seeds. If you support the show at $50 a month or higher, you will receive a coupon code for two free packs of seeds. Also, you'll get a discount coupon code for Irie Direct. For all of the information on the free seeds and the coupon codes, make sure you check out patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Big thanks to everybody that supports the Patreon campaign. This month's free seeds are a uh, free pack of Gorilla Goat and a free pack of Blueberry Butcher. So once again, patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Next month, I will offer two different packs of seeds. I'm not ready to announce what those are yet, but stay tuned. I'll let you know what the freebies will be for next month. I'm going to continue this through the rest of the year, through November and December. We may rethink the strategy for next year, but so far, I'm able to do it for the next month as well. So stay tuned, patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All right, podcast world. Now it is time for your favorite portion of the podcast. That is the email portion of the show. At the top of the show, I did say that we were going to give away free seeds. Here is how you win free seeds. On my website, iregenetics.com. That's right, iregenetics.com is back in action. If you go to my website, there's a tab that says grow help or grow questions. If you click on that tab, you can ask us a grow question. Let us know what's going on in your garden. Fill out a few questions. Type in a story about what's going on in the grow. If I read your question here on the podcast, you will win a free pack of iRegenetics premium seeds. So go to the website, send me those grow questions. If I read your question, you will get a coupon code for a free pack of seeds from iRedirect. Today's question came from a person who wants to be called Scooter. Big shout out to my new friend, Scooter. Scooter, thank you for the great question. I've got your email address. I will send you a coupon for a free pack of seeds off of iRedirect. Scooter's question goes a lot like this. It says, hello, I love your stuff. Everything you say has such knowledge. That is a great way to start a message. Thank you for the compliments. Hello, good to meet you, my friend. The question continues. It says, I have a question about root biology of a cannabis plant. I'm currently on my first grow in week four of veg, and I was struggling for a while. Uh, the first grow and a struggle is not a surprise. That's okay. Don't feel discouraged. 
it does say I was trying to use house and garden sample kit to feed my plants, but it seems I was over or under feeding. These plants were looking terrible. Yes. Um, Learning to use a nutrient line can be a struggle. Uh, I, I will repeat myself, don't get discouraged. Let's just keep going and work through it. We will figure out the balance. All right, there is more to this message. It goes on, it says, I have now decided to go into an organic nutrition system from this point forward uh, as I am impatient. The question now is, is there anything you would warrant against this as the roots are bringing synthetic, which are not really doing anything, and then switching to an organic nutrient line? So the question here is this listener has been growing with bottled nutrients and they are not enjoying that. They're not having a positive experience. Instead of quitting altogether, which is admirable, they want to switch to an organic nutrient system, which I'm proud of you for that. Uh, you've learned something's not working. Let's try something different. Maybe you'll find enjoyment and success through that. The question is, am I going to shock the plants and shock the roots by switching from this synthetic nutrient regimen to an organic nutrient system? The quick and short answer is no. As long as you don't overdo something and completely overfeed something in this organic system, the plants probably uh, will enjoy the change. They will say, oh, you've been feeding us that bottled stuff that we weren't happy with. You couldn't get the mix figured out. Here's some organic stuff. Let's just settle in, take a nice meal, and they may adjust very quickly and really appreciate your switch. Now, like I said, as long as you're not burning these plants, they should adjust smoothly. As long as you're covering all of your basic needs, the 16 basic elements for ganja plants to grow healthily, uh, they're getting solid NPK, they're getting their boosters, all the things that you could put in there, as long as they're getting the basic feed and the basic nutrition, I think your plants will enjoy the organic switch. Uh, with the bottled nutrients, those bottled nutrients are buffered and they are being basically force-fed to the plant. There's no way for the plant to say, I do want or I don't want this nutrient that is coming in. The way the, uh, the nutrients are formulated, they're being force-fed to your plants basically at all times. When using the organic feeds, there are systems within the plant's biology that say, oh, I need a little bit of this, or hey, I need a little bit of that. There are uh, signals and uh, markers and identifiers that tell the plant what to uptake and what not to uptake. So it can kind of adjust itself a little more, uh, a, a lot more actually, when it's using the organic nutrients compared to those buffered nutrients when it's just being forced to them. So you may find great success with this switch. I do wish you best of luck. This should work very well for you. Uh, you did say, I will update you with pictures should you respond. I'm so excited to use all of the info you provide to good use. Uh, bro, the info here is go for it. You're not happy with what you're experiencing. The plants don't look good. You're not excited. Let's switch it up. See if we can change the vibe and change the success rate. My dude, I do appreciate the great question. My dude, I do appreciate the great question. I've switched up the way that I'm sending prizes, so I don't need your address. I've got your email address right here on this paper. I'm going to save this, and I will be able to send you a coupon code for a free pack of seeds off of iRedirect. That makes it a lot easier for both of us. You'll get a coupon code. You can go select what you want. It will get shipped straight to you, just like all of the other orders. Saves us a lot of time. I have finally got a good system. You guys, if I owe you seeds still, uh, please do send me a gentle reminder. We will use the new system to get your seeds to you. Thanks for being patient with me. All right, I do have another great question here in front of me. Let's set that over there so I remember to save that email address. All right, this one came from somebody who wants to be called... Uh, green everything channel is what I think you want me to call you here. Anyhow, the question goes a lot like this. It says, yo, Rasta Jeff, I have a couple of questions for the next show. I will read both questions, but my friend, you're only going to get one prize. Big up for the try. It says, first, what advice or direction could you steer a beginning podcaster and YouTuber? Mainly, how do you gain subscribers in the beginning is where I find it's uh, difficult. All right. Uh, that's a very good question. Um, 
as a new YouTuber, as a new podcaster, how do you gain subscribers? I don't know, my dude. Um, I've been doing cannabis content for quite a while, and I feel like I've plateaued and peaked out around 11,000 subscribers. Uh, I am definitely shadow banned. I don't pop up on people's YouTube recommendations. Uh, people have to be subscribed to me to find me. They have to search for my show to find me. Um, so I don't have any real good advice on uh, getting more subscribers. What I can tell you uh, is um, podcast from your heart. Do it with passion. Do what you love. Uh, don't do it for sponsorship. Don't do it for money. Don't do it for clout. Don't do it for advertising. Uh, do it because it's what you love to do. I love to grow ganja. I love to teach. Um, since I was a little kid, I remember just having this idea that I wanted to teach and express my, my thoughts in some sort of a way that people beyond my social circle would hear that. I didn't know that's what I wanted as a kid, but that was what I was, uh, I was saying I wanted to be a podcaster before podcasting existed. And I love growing ganja. I love teaching a lesson about growing ganja and then having people email me back going, bro, I was fucked in the garden and I listened to your show and now my plants look really good. Something about that feels really good to me. Only do a podcast if it feels that good to you. If it's like, if you have to do this, hi everybody, welcome to my podcast. Um... Um, I'm seeking inspiration. I'm seeking motivation to do it. I don't have the drive. Then it's not a podcast for you. If you want to go, hey, bro, turn on the mic. I got shit to say. That's how a podcast should happen. So the same way I say grow from your heart, breed with love, set yourself up for success. Do that as well in the podcast realm. Now, I don't know how far into the podcasting game you are. I don't know how experienced you are. I don't know what kind of equipment. I don't know what kind of show you do. I don't know anything about you, to be honest. I will later on check out the Green Everything channel now that I understand that that's a podcast or a show. But my biggest piece of advice, and this goes to anybody and everybody out there trying to do a podcast, um, don't try to outdo yourself. I started off uh, with a stumbly, uh, half-assed podcast, and I had to edit a lot and fix a lot of things. I was very uncomfortable. Uh, don't worry about that. Do the podcast. Be you. Now, sometimes I'll pick my nose a little bit on the show. I'll scratch my eye on the show. I say what? I say huh? I check my notes a couple of times, and I do the show that I feel like is uh, a quality show. Also, I let you see that I am not perfect. I'm not a robot. I'm a dude. I'm a person. I'm a guy. Uh, I'm a person out here putting together a show that is going to make some mistakes. I'm going to stutter. I'm going to stumble. Uh, try to do a good show. Do the best show that you can, but don't be too much of a critic on yourself is what I think I'm trying to say. You're going to stumble. You're going to stutter. You're going to have to edit some shit out, but also leave some of that in and show the world that you're a human being. I'm a person. I think the audience, you guys, whoever's watching and listening, would prefer to see that uh, once in a while I get a booger. Uh, occasionally I sneeze on a fucking podcast. They like to know that you're human. It helps the people connect with you, us, them. It, it breaks down that barrier a little bit better. Uh, and this isn't the news. This isn't CBS. This isn't HBO. We don't have to be perfect. As long as it's passionate and accurate, that's the most important part. So um, put out quality. Don't be too critical on yourself. And then here's one big part. Don't be afraid to get started. The hardest part, I said hardest. See, I'm not even going to edit that out. Uh, the hardest part of podcasting is getting started. I've done 817 shows, 800, and I said 18. That might not even be the right number. See, I'm making mistakes and we're just flowing. This is real podcasting. Uh, sometimes for me, the hardest part is just pressing record and pressing record and then shaking it off and going, hey, welcome to the show. But as soon as my arms are in the air and I go, welcome to the podcast, everybody. By then I'm in it. I'm in the zone. It's ready to rock. So don't be afraid to get started. Don't be afraid to get started just because it's not perfect. It's never going to get perfect until you get started. So make some mistakes, get comfortable, put out those terrible episodes. Let us watch your progression. Let us be proud of you. 
Um, I love it. It's embarrassing, but I love it when people say, hey, bro, I found your podcast. I listened to episodes one through now. I'm like, oh man, they saw that old stuff where I sucked at podcasting. But also there's some gems back there. The podcasting was different. There's some gold in the older episodes. I encourage you to go back and listen to my older catalog. There's some good shit. Even though I said, um, and I said, uh, and people interrupted me and we talk over each other fucking constantly in the old episodes, there's some quality in there and it shows the growth and growth is important in humans. We're all going to grow. Go see the growth in your podcast. Go see the growth in your growing experience. Watch the growth in yourself. Uh, and don't be embarrassed by that. So I've rambled on a lot. I didn't know I had that much info about starting a podcast. I said I didn't have good advice. And here I am giving you some fucking gold. Uh, don't be afraid to get started. Just press record, start talking. Um, as long as it's not live at the time, we can edit that. We can go back to the editing room and we can cut out all that silly shit you weren't comfortable with. And we can make a good show out of it. Um, don't be too critical though. Lee, I just said, um, and paused for a long ass time as I swallowed. Don't worry about that shit. Be natural. Do a podcast and then, uh, put out something you're passionate about. I don't care if your show is about, this says everything green or green, everything. It's about plants. But if your show is about bacon, if it's about roller skates, if it's about kombucha, do it with passion and you will have great success. All right. I feel like I answered the first part of your question more than thoroughly. Let's jump into the second. It said the second part is a breeding question. Two of my favorite things to talk about, podcasting and breeding. So here we go. It says, do you really think breeding with a female that is pushed to show intersex traits by letting her go late in flower is a bad idea? I get that that increases the odds of having hermaphrodite daughters, but what is what is the increase if that at all? The mother only hermaphrodite shows intersex traits because it was late in flower. So why would the offspring have a higher rate? Okay. Now I understand where you're going with this and I get it. This is like saying, um, this person is super cool, but sometimes around 11 PM, they stab me. Like you've got a lot of better options. How good is this plant that you want to breed with it, that it shows intersex traits? Like there are better options. That's the first thing my brain says, like, why you could just have a better plant would be my first instinct. But sounds like you really want to breed with it. So let's think about it. It shows intersex late in flower. Um, are those now, are those, is that really showing like intersex flowers or is it just putting out one or two sterile nanners? Uh, that would make a big difference to me. Now here's where it makes a big difference in our approach. You are probably breeding. I'm assuming I'm guessing this is what I've got to work with. You're most likely breeding for yourself. You want some seeds so that you can grow them. Go for it because you're the one that has to deal with the outcome of this cross, not deal, but you reap what you sow exactly with this cross. You're the one putting your uh, intersex gene in the breeding mix. You're the one that knows it's there. You're the one that knows to look out for it. You know, it's there. You're aware. That's the most important part. I breed for, uh, not just for myself, but I breed to sell seeds. I am a seed seller. Uh, I sell a lot of seeds. I don't want to put anything out there with the opportunity for intersex plants for my customers. I don't want you guys to have to not just look for males, but also keep your head up for intersex plants. That's not what I'm trying to do. I've got a different level of standard because my seeds are going a different direction. If a plant is known to make intersex traits and I really, really love it and I breed with it, those seeds stay in my vault. I grow them. Nobody else will ever have access to them. I'm going to go off on a random tangent here because it popped up in my head. Oftentimes on social media or other internet platforms, I see, I will even post a male plant and people will say, that's a herm, kill it. Ladies and gentlemen, please educate yourselves more on what is an intersex plant, what is a female plant, what is a male plant. The reason, there are a couple of reasons I ask that. I'm a seed seller. If you get a male plant out of my pack 
and you tell everybody that you got a Herm, that definitely tarnishes my reputation. Please don't let your miseducation tarnish my reputation because you could not identify a male plant. You just immediately said, Herm, intersex. Bro, it's a male. Males are common. Males pop up. If you bought a regular pack of seeds, 50% of those are going to be boys. Quit calling those intersex plants, please. Uh, just for breeder's sake, not just me. Every breeder out there wants you to stop calling male plants herms. It hurts. Uh, it feels terrible when you're calling our male plants herms. Those plants have feelings, and so do the breeders. I'm half exaggerating, but for real, let's learn that. Also, those things, um, so you got a branch, right? Or you got your main stalk. You got a branch that comes down. Those things that grow right here, those two-looking ball-looking things, those aren't male parts. Those are bracts. Um, oftentimes, those will fill with the seed if the plant is pollinated. If not, that bract will just swell up. And that's not a seed. That's not a herm. Please read some plant anatomy books. Anyhow, let me get myself back on track here. We're talking about breeding with an intersex plant, a possible intersex plant. It definitely depends on when and how strongly intersex that plant is. If I would breed with it for my own personal use, I would never put an intersex plant into the commercial breeding program. But think of it this way. We know, let's think about it like uh, the intersex is just a touch of poison and it's in this ingredient. And now you're going to make a pie and you're going to put this ingredient in the pie. We're going to mix up that pie batter, that cake batter, whatever you want to call it. And we're going to spread that pie batter out to a bigger pie. There's a little bit of poison in there. Every few slices is going to get some poison. It's up to you how much of that poison you want to put into your pie mix. We know it's there. We've obviously uh, confirmed that there is an intersex trait within this plant. You can breed with it if you want. If you want to put that in your that poison into your mix, you're more than welcome but it will pop up in some of the pie pieces. I can't tell you how many pieces of the pie, but it is in there. You've got the potential. We don't know if all that intersex trait ran to one slice of pie or if it all spread out a little bit. We don't know where it is, but it is in the mix. So that is up to you if you want to take that risk. We know it's there. I wouldn't run the risk. It sounds like you want to. So let me read again and make sure I'm answering the question uh, correctly because I feel like I really got off on a random tangent. Uh, the mom only intersect because it was laid in flower. Uh, because we know that trait's there. It says, why would the offspring have a higher rate of hermaphroditism? Because we know it's there. It's in there. That trait is in there. Just like the flavor, the color, the growth structure. Those are all traits. Those are things that are expressed by the room, uh, by its environment. Those are phenotypical expressions. Those are traits. That intersex trait is in there. It just might not show under certain conditions. You might have to feed it just right. You might have to get it too cold. Might have to run it too long. But it is in there. We know it's there. So that's why I wouldn't do it. There's more. It says, thanks, and I'm subscribing and following now. Bro, thank you for that. Of all podcasts I've listened to, you are definitely the most helpful and the best flowing show I have found. Thank you, bro, because I try not to interrupt the show with advertising and none of that nonsense. I don't put any uh, big ads in there. I advertise my website, iredirect.com. Go buy some seeds. But other than that, I try not to load the show up with bullshit and uh, chit-chat and riffraff and whatever else Joey Diaz would call it. Uh, but thank you. That's a huge compliment. It says, I will be buying some Irie Genetics soon. My dude, uh, you will be buying some Irie Genetics seeds soon because since I have read your message here on the podcast, that means that you will receive an email with the coupon code for a free pack of Irie Genetics premium seeds. You guys, if I, guys and gals and everything in between, uh, if I'm saying that I'm going to send you a coupon code, if you have not received that coupon code 
by the time this message comes out, please check your spam folder. Uh, send me a reminder. I will send out the coupon code right away, but I've realized some of those coupons are going to your spam. So check your spam folder. Uh, some of my friends and high-level Patreon contributors got coupon codes uh, the past few days. Check your spam, you guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps and hoes, friends and foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there. I want to thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, my email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Also, make sure you check out that Grow Help tab on iregenetics.com. Send me your grow questions. If I read them on the show, you will get a coupon code for a free pack of Irie Genetics Premium Seeds. Also, make sure you support the Patreon campaign at patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. That is all I've got for you. I'll be back in a week with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout out to my friend Biscuits and Gravy. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. Rasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Big up yourself every time, Rusty Jeff. Sit back, hook him up, we relax. Oh.